Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? Crack whores. They never stay the whole hour. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? Hey everybody, welcome to the show for the week of July 16th. This is Anything Goes. Uh, and tonight our guest in the studio is going to be a comedian from Montreal. Deanne Smith is going to be joining us. And in the studio with me right now is my co-host, of course, Dave Martin. Hey, is here. bonjour, Darren. Bonjour. I'm getting in my Montreal swing. Already. That's right. That's right. Well, that's why your pants are covered in gravy. You're all set. Really? We yeah, went there that quickly? Yeah, right away. Right okay. to the poutine. Right. That's right. Okay. And also here, uh, sober, Christina Walkershaw's here. Yay! Oh. Yes. I'm now, I think, 30 hours sober. 30 hours. Yeah. It's a, it, is, it, is a good, it is a good time for you. I'm on a mini cleanse. Yeah, I drank yeah. a lot at the Graber's Comedy Festival, yes, as yes. promised. Yes. Um, what, is, what is your mini cleanse now? Um, well, it's going to be four days. It started yesterday. And it's going to end on Thursday morning when I get on an airplane and go to Newfoundland. Yeah, Mini. you got to drink there. Yeah, you can't mandatory. go to Newfoundland like Mini cleanse. cleanse. That's what, what I call you, food like poisoning, too. But uh, <laughs> So tell, tell us all about your uh, festival up north, Darren. It was uh, three days of fun. Uh, me and Johnny Gardhouse started it uh, a few years ago. And it's literally just during the day, the comics stay at Johnny's Cottage. And at night, we drive anywhere from a half an hour to an hour to another town and do a show. And then back to the cottage. It's perfect. We can get as fucked up as we want to get fucked up. And on Friday night... People got fucked up. Did you get it, fucked up, Dave? I didn't. I had to stay sober because Why? everybody else is getting really Nobody fucked up. Nobody has no excuse. to stay sober. Yes, at a they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> Just because you will never take that baton doesn't mean that baton doesn't exist. <laughs> People got Ian Sirota, you know, did a great job all weekend, but Friday night he got really fucked up. It was funny. He's bumping into things. He was drunk, which is great, you know, because I don't see Ian like that very often. We don't work together, and it was great for him to, you know, cut loose and have fun and Kenny Robinson was, you know, getting into it and uh, really uh, half in the bag, and it was good. My well, favorite d- was the day drinking. It's like, I mean, when do you ever get to go on the road right. and sit in a rubber dinghy in the middle right. of a lake and just drink beers all day before your show? Like, yeah. that never happens. I'm just out there in the middle of the lake all day. And literally, it was Amazing. like, it was six dudes standing around Christina in a dinghy. It was like the <laughs> d- inverted Daniel Tosh type situation. She's the dirty one. We, We're all like, ah. We changed it. We called it Lake Bukaki. Yeah, That's I was right. going to say, like a, like a country comedy Bukaki show. Yeah. yeah it was really cute. Yeah. And it was great because one comic walked up to uh, Christina and did the old, hey, look, I got a frog in my hands. And she looked down and he squirted water. You know that little <laughs> uncle trick? Like right in there. It's like, he fell for the, oh, I got a frog trick in the middle of it. All right. I don't know. Just me and a bunch of uncles out there. <laughs> Dirty uncles. <laughs> so it was good. It was fun. It was uh, successful. We taped on the Friday night. Everyone did a great job. Uh, and it was hard because um, Bobby Mayer, who has been on the show and is a very, very funny comedian, uh, can be uh, sometimes, um, what's the best way to say this? Hit and miss? Not hit and miss, but can polarize. Even in the same set, he can hit and then polarize the crowd and hit again. So it was a little bit of a, a tough uh, person to find to follow Bobby Mayer. But we now have uh, the queen of uh, following Bobby Mayer is Christina Walker. <laughs> Show. And so, in, in what way? How, how did she? And, but, you know, how did the, she do it? The, the first show uh, that we had her close, she you know destroyed, and then it's like, okay, this is great. It's it's different enough. And then the Saturday night, she destroyed again. So it's not easy following someone like Bobby because in those two shows, there were moments of pretty awkwardness with the crowd. <laughs> 
That so, was funny. I mean, he had that one killer line. He was kind of getting an, into it with one of the crowd members, this lady. And uh, she goes, I just feel sorry for you. And then he goes, lady, if I had a nickel for every time somebody with your haircut hated me, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. And, then, and, oh, and you feel sorry for me? Well, why don't you just fuck me later and we'll call it even? Like yeah. he was, uh, you know, it's like, okay, this is a fundraiser. Good. But Did you have to? Was there a lot of digging, digging to get out of the Bobby Mayer hole, or was it? Uh... No, 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 not so. The one show, it was kind of a bit of a shock to the system, and I went on and did a little happy dance, a little bit, and then brought Christina on. It was great. It was really like, good. I, I cleansed the palate. Yeah, uh-huh. no, it was good. It was very good. So, a lot of fun, and uh, a lot of things happened in, in the last week in stand-up comedy while we were up north. Uh, the two main things that we're going to talk about, or at least try to get through, is the main one is Daniel Tosh and the controversy with him uh, being heckled and then saying. Uh, something to the effect of uh, wishing five people would rape someone. And uh, if, if you don't know the scenario, Daniel was doing uh, some comedy. He said to the audience, hey, what do you want me to talk about? Someone yelled out, rape. I did that. Did that Was that really what happened? I, 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 I never read that. But... Someone, yeah, someone, okay. someone yelled out, rape. And then a woman said, rape is never funny. And then he said, wouldn't it be funny if five guys came in here and raped her right now? That's pretty much the back and forth to what happened. I thought he was defending what he said by saying that before I got heckled. Oh, rape is always funny. No, I don't know. I don't think he ever said rape was funny. I think he was. I was addressing rape as a, as a subject and, and talking about the horrors of our world and trying to make uh, and and bring. Mm, no, you don't think so? No, okay, all right. No. Well, but uh, so Look, what, we're going to talk about it. We even probably have it wrong. <laughs> well, that's, no. that, okay, that is one of the things that I, I think I, I posted at one point. You get a, a lot of people yeah. just spouting off, uh, a lot of people who weren't there spouting yes. off bullet points from other people who weren't there. Yes. And this one woman, a blogger, I mean, and, you know, that's like, uh, oh, that's like, oh, man, I got a, I got a, a video on YouTube. Like, big right. fucking deal. Anyone can do, with a computer can do that. And anyone can have a blog. So this woman went out to watch some comedy. She didn't know what she was even going to see. Right. Daniel Tosh was on. She didn't know who Daniel Tosh was. And, uh, and I guess... And, and he did some bits that offended her. Right. Which is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. Insert comic here down in L.A. Yeah. It could have been anyone jumping on stage. You know, Dane Cook offended a bunch of people six months ago when he did that whole ranting, kind of misogynist uh, rant he did at the Laugh Factory. Did he want to fuck a, someone with a chainsaw Yeah, or and all like that, that stuff, oh, okay. you know? And, and so, you know, a lot or of like his like a fans, chainsaw. Right. Which is actually a line from the movie Heathers. <laughs> yes, I yes. do. I remember that. Like yes, it is. Um, but uh, now, Dave, you, you were saying that because of all this controversy... And, you know, really, it's kind of like whether you think uh, that is a topic that should be made fun of or not. Uh, it's What I find very interesting about the argument is people go, oh, when Louis C.K. does it, it's okay. And when this guy does it, he does, it's okay. Or when this woman does it, it's okay. Because they're very skilled at what they're talking about and what they're doing with the topic and all that. I understand that argument. But that there's also a lot of uh, per, um what, what, what am I trying to say here? Uh, based on your own opinion of what that line is. Because what the line for me and what the line for you is very skilled and what you do with it is two different things. Right. That's true. It's very subjective. Yeah, subjective just... is the word I'm so fucking tired <laughs> of. I can't remember the word subjective. But that's what I mean. It's it's. I don't know. Like, I think you should be allowed to, me personally, obviously, I, you joke about anything. And if you don't think it's funny, the crowd will uh, react and judge, right. and you move on. And hopefully they find the next thing funny. But, you know, every comic, like, I've said horrible things on stage. I have them on tape. Yeah, I'll say. I posted them on on YouTube. I've said horrible things. Even the assault video from a month ago in the Rivoli, I said something about rape. Well, you, you said there's something about, like, uh, hey. Uh, if you don't uh, shut up, I'll do 45 I'll, for, minutes of rape jokes. And for, personally, I don't think you have that much material no, on don't. rape. And and quite frankly, do you, does anyone think that you could listen to forty five minutes? That's a long long setup, and you got to really a, deliver too. It's a one boy show. 
on the Catholic Church. That's what that is. <laughs> no. But I, I just, I do think how, how you approach any subject, like like when people say, oh, oh, you shouldn't do jokes about rape, then that's not saying you shouldn't do jokes about death. I mean, right. there's so many different ways to approach one subject. Right. And uh, a lot of people were saying, oh, are you making fun of rape victims or rape culture? Uh, or are you... Uh, plus, it's, plus to, me, to me, he was... He was he was reacting in the moment. It wasn't like right. a presented yeah. joke. Right. Like I, I had an eight minute bit on my last DVD uh, called Rape Wings. And it's literally a story about uh, something that happened. And it involves rape. And it's an eight minute bit that I'm presenting. Judge away. But when it's kind of like something's thrown up in the air from the audience and they're reacting. I'm not saying you can't judge him. But I think there's different rules when you when that kind of stuff happens it's i'm just true. surprised how many comics are kind of jumping down his throat about it that's what i'm surprised by how are they they're jumping down his well, throat well there's a lot of comics that don't defend him he's a scumbag he's a hack i don't i don't think so of either of those things i don't know him personally and some of the bits i've seen i find funny i don't I've i don't understand it before. It. i think he seems sweet and nice and i don't think it was his intention to offend her but i i agree with what you said how like sometimes when somebody comes at you you don't know what to say and right. something might just fly out of your mouth right and then you think about what you said after. Right. We do that all the time. Yeah. This just happened to be about rape. Right. Well, and, and also I don't like the fact that, uh, and this is a, a new kind of trend in Toronto too, Glenn Sumi, uh, friend of the show or listener sure. of the show. Uh, but he's showing up at, uh, at at Yuck Yucks on a Sunday night to watch the headliner. Right. And nobody knows that the, he's, none of the comics know that he's there. Right. And so we're trying out new material and Daniel Tosh might have been working on a new rape bit. And, uh, <laughs> and now it's, it just feels like do we always have to be judged? And, I mean, it is a workshop, but a right. lot of audience members members don't know that they don't know that though. that's and the problem so it's just like it's just oh and you don't want to start saying to the crowds listen i'm working on a couple of rape bits so don't judge me <laughs> on these yet if these could formulate into a really good right. rape chunk right. at one point but well uh, you know what and then another thing that happened this week which is in the same uh, league because it's about heckling uh tammy uh, pescatelli uh had a wine glass thrown at her in a club in america and they actually called police uh, or she did, and the police did nothing about it. They did not charge the woman. They didn't. They took a couple statements, and then that was it. Was it, she, it so? It was woman on woman assault. Yes, it yeah. was your favorite kind. That's well, kind of. <laughs> you know, that's my category in the adult video store. That's right, <laughs> woman on woman assault. But uh, yeah, she went. She even took it as far as going to the state's attorney's office, and nothing happened. Um, they just said at the end, if I ever come to one of your shows, I won't text on the phone. Lesson learned. That's all. So nothing is happening uh, because of it. Now, you know, I've been assaulted a few times. Obviously, we've talked about that in the past. And I think that, you know, if you throw something, you should be arrested. Well, now, how come you didn't stand on stage and just say, listen, I'm standing here and I'm going to call the cops and wait until this guy's taken out. You know why? Because in that moment I, of getting hit with the glass, I was in shock. It wasn't miss me. It actually hit me. Yeah. But also, I thought the club was going to call the police. Yeah. Like, I was in shock afterwards that they didn't call the police. Like, you, you know, this is basic human rights. It's like you can't do this to another human. But, you know, I was surprised. So now I know that they can call the police and should call the police. It might be different in Canada than in America, but they did nothing about this one. Now, have you, since the Daniel Tosh thing, would you still say that line about rape jokes? And if you don't like me, I'll stand up here and do 45 minutes yes. of rape jokes. You'll yes. still do that yes. line? Yes. That has not changed? No. Okay. All right. No. And I will not change that the bit that I have about. About like fucking said, the dog? No, I won't change that. Well, that's not. I won't know, change that bit. That's not that. Well, unless dogs can start uh, having their own lobbyist groups and stuff like that. People come and see me. They know what they're going to get. And that's it. I mean, you know. 
I'm sorry, but I put a warning on the door. I'm still the only. You put Canadian a warning on the door, it. but do you think that most people show up to your shows knowing what they're going to see? Uh, if they know it's you, even at sometimes. all. Sometimes, if yeah. I run the show, yes. If it's yeah. a comedy club, sometimes not. Right. And then that but still the, falls into the trap of, uh, like, hey, you know, you, if this is a movie theater, you know, know what movie you're going to go watch. I know, but you know what? I don't think everyday people just go watch uh, a Quentin Tarantino movie. He has his fans, but the problem with comedy is the exact opposite. Sometimes people don't research. But if I walked into an, a, a venue that said X-rated comedy, you're going to be offended. I think, you know, there's got to be a little bit more leeway than just getting upset. Now where do you stand, Christina? Do that, where do you draw, like, are you a... Uh, are you an anything-goes sort of girl? I'm an anything-goes kind of girl. It's Everything's subjective. Everybody likes different stuff. You know, I don't have any rape jokes, per se. <laughs> but <laughs> you better start writing, young lady. I know. No, I think I tried to do one once. It didn't work. But uh, I know. I just went, what if I already have been raped and I don't even know? Like, right. Oh, that guy bought all the drinks, though. You know, it's, I don't... See, I'm that's... looking forward to doing what, what, if that guy bought all Anyways. the drinks. Um, well, yeah, yeah I'm just saying, what joke. if I'm like, that was the joke, that was the joke. like, oh, okay. I'm so easy, I might not have yeah. noticed if a few did rape me, anyways. Yeah. Like I said, I don't do that joke, and it never worked, but, Kathleen, uh, Kathleen McGee, not. a former host of the show, does, you know, has done many jokes over her time, uh, you know, uh, about that topic. You know, there's lots of women, a female, con- Sarah Silverman's done the, done yeah. rape jokes, I mean, you know, I don't think it's That's so... True. It's it's so it's only females can get away with it, not uh, men. Well, no, you know? no, actually, you know, and that's one of the funny things too that like male prison rape is still one of the most acceptable things to laugh about. Of course it is. <laughs> and then, but uh, but it's, and, 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 it's and, happening to bad people. Well, not necessarily because you have like uh, you have people like people incarcerated that didn't do something. Yeah, and... if, if someone's wrongly accused, yep. or if someone's just a, a pot dealer and they happen to be uh, thrown into a, a cell with a guy that uh, has a bunch of assault or murder charges. Yep. You know, I mean, that's uh, that's uh, quite a common thing yeah so now if you do an edgy joke you just have to take it with in jail yeah <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah. yeah yeah dog fucker in jail and a bunch <laughs> yeah. of rape kits fall from the ceiling <laughs> like a, like oh, a nice. ticker tape parade okay well we are I, out of time unfortunately i still am looking forward to doing my uh if we were the last two people on earth joke uh, okay do before. the joke do how you used to do it and then tell me how you're going to change it oh well I used to there, there used to be a joke, and I I've been hosting a lot, so and I don't do this joke when I'm hosting because oh, it just God. it can dig a big fucking hole. I am going to do it this weekend when I Good. have to host for you and Vaughn. Fuckhead. <laughs> uh, I uh, I would say that uh, sometimes men and women uh, in a relationship can say some of the most meanest, most horrible things to each other. I had a girl that once actually came up to me and said, "You know what? Even if you were the last person on earth, I still wouldn't have sex with you." I was like, what a ridiculous question. If we were the last two people on earth, I would rape you. <laughs> and that usually would get like, and then, mm-hmm. but usually men and the ladies, gen- ladies and gentlemen would mm-hmm. laugh at that. That is and, funny. Mm-hmm. But, but you know what's funny is that would you think it's okay to just stop? Because that usually is the biggest laugh in the joke. Yeah. Well, I should, should I, so should I stop there? Because usually, because Kathleen told me once I should stop there because that's the biggest laugh. It's a big laugh, yeah. But I would continue on with the joke and just say, Hey, don't worry. I don't want to. I don't get turned on by a struggle. We'll still go out and look for other people. But in the meantime, we are going to have sex. Come on. What else are we going to do? Read. Give me a break. And it was just the, it just the. I guess I was trying to make fun of the ridiculous fact that like if two people were right. left on earth. Right. Now, how are you going to change that joke? You said you're going to change it now because you've got this change of heart after all this it's Daniel Tosh ch- controversy. You said, it, no, it I'm going to change it now, Darren. It was nothing to do if with we're the, the Daniel last two Tosh people on part. earth, we're going to knit. I want to know where you, how you're going to change this joke so well, you can do that big Christian knit. circuit that you're hooked up into. Well, no. I, at the, at <laughs> Come now, on. Now I'm going to try to do the angle. Well, I'll still do the joke we'll the way I did it before. Right. 
I'll, uh, but now I'll just say, hey, and that includes dudes too, okay? Right. If me and Brian are the last two guys on the earth, oh. at some point I'm going to fuck right. Brian, okay? Yes, yes. That makes yes. it, well, no, basically. That I'm makes just, it nicer. It's it doesn't softer. make it nicer. It's I'm softer. still raping a dude. Oh, right, right. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I'm going to, whoever. I have never seen Christina so uncomfortable or uncomfortable in this studio. And I'm talking about man rape, too. Okay. You, you were totally Don't worry, we're going to come back this. from the break, and Deanne's going to come in here. We're going to talk about nice things. Yay, Deanne! And, and it'll, be, it'll be more women in here for Christina, so she doesn't feel Yay. so. But it'd be funny if I was raping a dude and someone walked around the corner and be like, oh, shit! That's, not, that's what Daniel it. Tosh just said and got into a lot of trouble. It'd be funny if the rape started happening. We can't say that. No, 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 no. If I was raping, a, if if I was raping the, the dude... The show's going to be over. If I was raping the dude, and then someone came around the corner and go, hey, we're all over here! We're done. Commercial. Deanne Smith, after this. Smoother than a stripper's area. This is Anything Goes with Aaron Frost and Dave Martin. Hi, I'm Allison Dore, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM Laugh Attack. Show me on the dial where the bad man touched you. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. And Dave Martin. Hey, everybody. We're back from the break. Uh, <laughs> wow. If you're just joining us, uh, our guest this week in the studio, originally from Montreal, but now travels all over the world. Deanne Smith is with us. How are you, Deanne? I'm great. How are you guys? I'm very good. Yay. And uh, during the break, we were all uh, getting all giddy because uh, <laughs> Dave wouldn't stop talking, and we got on the talk of eating pussy. Uh-huh. No, you, no, we were getting on the talk of eating at comedy clubs. Right. Which and Deanne pussy. Smith actually said pussy first. Well, yeah. you said what would need to be on the menu for you to eat at comedy clubs well, and I pussy, just very I quietly said pussy. Right. pussy. It almost went unnoticed. <laughs> you almost you got into a uh, Sean Connery when you said pussy on this menu. Bring it out. Dave and his accents. And then we were talking about uh, chocolate sauce and Dave doesn't agree with the chocolate sauce. Is that what you were saying? I just I just that's not a turn on for me. Right. Does the cho- I guess it's the messy. What's messy and yeah. who's going to clean that Can up? Can I tell right. you what happened to me once? Sure. Yeah, please do. This is what a prude I am. Um, I was at a party, regular party, regular birthday party, so I thought. Started turning into a sex party. I could feel it happening. How, no, pants how does that part? Off. Oh, really? This, I mean, the, yeah, pants were coming off. Things were happening. And then a girl came up to me. She had smeared chocolate sauce on her collarbone. She was sexy. Her collarbone was sexy. Right. Everything about it was great. But this is where I realized this. I'm I'm not going to join a sex party. She comes up to me and she's like, "Hey, do you want to lick this off?" Like that was her invitation to me, right? Get into it, take your pants off, let's start licking stuff. Right. She came at me with the chocolate sauce, and I was just like, uh, "I just I'm 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 vegan. I'm vegan. No, no." <laughs> I was like, it was the dietary restrictions right. that got me. I'm like, I can't yeah. get in on it on this the, level. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. Know. And was, I can't do it anymore because I'm diabetic. So I'm like, we can't do the chocolate. Did sauce. Did you do it before? Really? Yes. You really? No. What would you eat? Out of? <laughs> no. Yes. You're so easy. No. no. Did well, you not well, when I, you were like maybe 19? I did when I was like 19. I tried it once. It was kind of, it was just, I didn't get it. Well, okay. when, when you're young, you're just, you just want to fuck and you just want to put part inside part. It's not about foreplay as much. You know what I mean? I'm just like, this is kind of eh. Maybe if I tried it now, it'd be different. But back then, it was just like, no. I just, I, I would, I, I just, uh, I was like quick drama gras, so I would just try to do as much foreplay as I can, and then the actual sex act would just be like, well, hey, that's over with. What's on the TV or something? But I'm just saying, that, that would just, but you do all that shit to prolong the, uh, yeah. to prolong things, right? We knew where you things, were going right? with that, Dave. You don't have to explain My problem that is I really like healthy eating. Like, I'd be yeah. more inclined to lick oatmeal off someone. Oh, God, that's <laughs> like, mm, healthy yeah. breakfast, let's get into this. Where would yeah. you know, well, I guess you'd know who you're eating it off of, so right. it's yeah. not like that's a mystery. I had, a, I knew a guy that was uh, walking around uh, Parkdale once, and a hook 
Walker offer, uh, asked him if uh, he wanted to eat her out. Like, do you want right. to lick this? And she lift, lifted up her dress. Whoa. I just thought, who would do that to a Very hooker? Very few people. Yeah. Right. Well, isn't that something that you would do to a loved one? I mean, nobody maybe, just maybe someone would do it if they had <laughs> a loved one. If they had a fetish or they're yep. they can't they're not allowed to do it at home. That's right. Really? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I'm guessing. Yep. It's guess degrading so, yeah. and it's degrading to them. And there's a lot of people who want that kind of thing. And, really? Okay. Yeah. It's degrade. It's degrading to the guy. Well, or because it... you know, you know exactly what you're eating out of. It's a prostitute's pussy. That's dirty. <laughs> so, yeah. It's dirty. I mean, that's that's what. Are you saying all prostitutes dirty. are dirty, Darren? No, but you, you're saying Parkdale, which is a crack whore neighborhood, and you're racist you know, towards prostitutes. Well, no, I'm not racist. They can do whatever right. they want if they're getting money for it. I pee on girls before I married my wife. I don't have any. Judgmental. You got all the pee out of you. That's right. Okay. Now, now, now just apple juice. That's it. I just throw it on their back and we're done. <laughs> so it's That's not so even, wholesome. Oh. Yeah. I could get into that. This is probably the dirtiest show we've had in a long time. <laughs> How did this time. happen? I don't know. How did I walk into the room it. and I changed the you vibe? You opened the pussy door. <laughs> this is bullshit. And we walk through. Jesus. Now, you, uh, you've been to a, a number of festivals uh, around the world, haven't you? <laughs> this is going to get back to pussy. Don't you wait. Can I just also say- Does the pussy down in Australia go counterclock? And I, this might have happened because I was on the other side of the, the window while sure. you guys were talking about Daniel Tosh. And un- poor Frank, I was just unloading my opinions on the whole, okay. on the whole thing. And what's your, what's your and opinion And so I think it's it? funny yeah. that after that, then I come in this room and we have one of the dirtiest conversations <laughs> yes, ever. Yes. But what? it has been in no way misogynistic or harmful, this right. conversation. Absolutely. right? It's That's just right. Clean dirty. Just been pro yeah. pussy. Good, clean, dirty fun. Right. Yeah. Where do you stand on what happened last week to him? Well, I had a lot of thoughts about it. It's hard to know exactly when to come in. But yeah. um, rape jokes are one thing. Rape jokes can be funny. My main thing with rape jokes, my my main thing about them is I just feel like, ugh, to- so 2008. Like, seriously. <laughs> right. Like, you're right. going to, really? We've right. been through that. Like, that's right. not really edgy, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, like, if you're trying to be edgy to be edgy, find something new. Rape jokes, I think, can be funny. I, what I think happened was we got a window into Daniel Tosh's mind, and I think he looks like a genuinely misogynistic person. And fine, lots of people are because he because it was off the cuff. Because and, it was off the cuff, right? And because we live in a culture where that happens. What the way I read it is, right. he's going, "Okay, I lost some power. How do I get power back?" Like this, consciously or subconsciously, he's mm-hmm. reminding the woman that she is vulnerable. That this actually could happen. This is the this is the world that we live in. I'm a powerful man. You are not right. a powerful woman. You could go get raped on the street. You could get raped right now. That could happen. Well, it, I don't think it could have sh- happened at the Laugh Factory at that exact moment. I think that's what the joke was. I don't know. I well, don't know the Laugh Factory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it has a darkened corner. I've been a in rape some, corner. I have been in some shady comedy clubs, let me tell you. Uh, we all have. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? This comes on the heel of heels of me um, having been at a comedy club in uh, Canada recently where somebody that works there, they were, we're all trading stories. And, you know, I'll, ch- I'll, ch- sure. I'll chat dirty with the guys. We sure. can get down on sure. that level. Yep. And then somebody goes, oh, yeah, you should see the things that's gone on here. Like one time, like 10 of us fucked this drunk girl. Like it was hilarious. Like 10 of us and this yeah. drunk girl. Yeah. The way they said 10 of us, yeah, yeah, the way yeah. they said drunk yes, girl, yes, yes. I couldn't help it. And I was like, hmm. That sounds to me like a gang rape situation. Right. I don't know. So Ooh, there yeah. is this cult. There's this culture yeah, yeah. in the Was world. Was that on the menu? There's though? this culture in comedy clubs. <laughs> it got serious quick, Dave, didn't it? Dave, come but on. these are my these are my thoughts. Okay. It's not funny. Like I mean, my thoughts aren't funny. The fact that no, yes, but... we live in a misogynist culture, and uh, there's ways to make jokes around that. Right. But there's also ways to hurt people. But isn't mis- is the isn't the root of misogyny though uh, insecurity on the pact of the. The guys don't. Do they feel threatened by women, and that's why they feel that they have to uh, be misogynistic? I mean, I have no idea. I feel like that's a simplistic way of looking at it in a in a world where there's so much violence against women. Yeah, I don't know. 
See? Oh, Deanne made everything too serious. No, no, no. no I like <laughs> the point Everyone's just staring well, at me like, how do, we, how do we make jokes I don't, now? I don't, I don't cut you you're off. Making well, I want you to make your You're making, You're making good points. You're making good points. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Nobody's making I think, I think, points. No, the, 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 I have heard and read some of the stuff that you were saying there. Um, I don't know if in one line, because there's so many jokes and so many lines that you could overanalyze to that degree of what you're saying. And I wonder if, if what about the idea of, Everything that a comedian says has to be taken at face level as a joke first and not social commentary second. I don't know. Not social commentary first. I guess maybe a simpler way to put it is I think his comment was really mean spirited. Like I've I've and it was and you said before he wouldn't intend to offend the woman. And I was on the other side of the window going, that's exactly what he meant to do. That was the point of that comment. I don't know. Was to offend that woman to shut her down and to make her stop talking. That's exactly what he meant to do. And that's fine. I've, I've said things on stage to offend people, right. to shut them down. Right. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's never quite like that. Like, Darren, for example, mm-hmm. I love your comedy. And the sure. first time I ever saw you, I didn't know you as a person. Right, right. You say awful things on sure, stage. Sure, of course. I'm feminist. I, can, I love your comedy. Sure. I can take it and handle it. Yeah. Because it's funny and because it's not mean-spirited. Right. You can say awful things, but it's, I don't know, it's not like adding to this culture that hurts people or it's not adding to violence well you know it's like uh, darren once had a joke he doesn't do it anymore about uh digging up christopher reeve's body and raping it yes. right yes but you yes. are using christopher reeve's body uh, to make a point about lawyers whoa, whoa, correct whoa. first of all the point was <laughs> okay you can't, just, I'm, I'm, you can't just drop that in because it's definitely out of well context. you mentioned rape and someone might classify that as a rape joke but, but the joke was and see, is now, that yeah. in america if you if you have money you can get away with anything the right. point was that and do you think that bill gates has got a drinking and driving charge do you think he's got some kind of possession charge no bill gates is so rich he could dig up christopher e's body fuck it and get away with it now what if a woman jumped up no and, wait 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 and, and said, that's hey, not the that's end not... of the joke oh, that's not okay. the end of the joke fuck it and get away with it because you know in court some lawyer would stand up and go well your honor it's not rape when you can't feel anything from the neck down now that was the joke now i have been called many times on that joke by different people but I'll tell you something. One time a woman was very upset with me making that joke uh, because I was making fun of handicapped people in that joke. What did Christopher Reeve ever do to you? And I was actually, no. at the time, selling a guy in a wheelchair a DVD of my act that night. Yeah. And she actually, I said, well, this guy's buying my DVD. He saw that joke. And he's and he, she's like, well, he's sick just like you are. The point of that joke is I use Christopher Reeve as the most horrible image and most horrible thing he could possibly do exactly. and also commenting on paying a lawyer to get off it. And a lawyer would say whatever he could to get off it. That joke That's, is about money and capitalism. Right, right. And you use an extreme example right, to make a point. Right. right. But, you know, it's not I didn't that's a well thought out joke. It took me a long time to get the wording right. I didn't just make that statement after someone yelled at me in a comedy club. That's at least my least my. It's not an invitation to rape a woman, right? <laughs> or Christopher Reeves, right? Yeah, but you know, it's it, it can. I think, I think we're in a in a, in a world now where uh, some people are are very sensitive to certain things. I think this wouldn't have happened ten years ago. I'm not saying it's better or worse, but it is now the landscape, and we all have to be uh, at least aware of it. No. When how, you're performing. How hard is it, comics, to not, <laughs> how hard is it to not contribute to violence and hurting other people? Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. Can but, we get on but, board? But you also know That's that a true. lot of young comics, <laughs> a lot of young comics use these trigger things because they want to be edgy or dirty or whatever. Yeah. And then they, you know, they get to 35 and they're making eight grand a year and they wish that they were clean. Yeah. And, that, and that's where I come back to my whole thing of like, rape jokes can be funny. 
uh, if they're funny. But for right. the most part, I'm just like, 2008, seriously. Well, like, it's just the thing, like death jokes, like anymore. jokes about <laughs> death, you know? It's like there's de- lots of different ways to go about it. But... I love jokes about death. Yeah. I have a few. But Woody Allen made a career on it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, that's one and of the things. where's Woody Allen now? Right. I love Woody Allen. <laughs> He's very successful, actually. Woody Allen. Where's Woody Allen now? Fucking his stepdaughter. Anyway. Sorry. Did I get too serious again? I was at a comedy club two weeks ago, and the comedy club manager didn't even know who Woody Allen was. Well, Really? A comedy club manager didn't even know who Woody Allen was. How old was the comedy club manager? 30, 32. What club were you at? I'm not going to say, because he's a good dude. What is it in the greater Toronto area? No, he's a good dude. I'm like, what are you doing? You should never publicly say that. And then we Twittered the fuck out of it. We oh, you guys ever come here? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the culture we live in. They don't know who he is. Well, yeah. Well, all the people that were uh, that were tweeting uh, who the fuck is Paul McCartney when he was on the Grammys. You know? Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. The Now, one of the things I want to ask you, are you a drinker? Are you a partier, Deanne? Do you party? <laughs> oh, no. If I, if I was pointing to the bathroom Not right now really. and I said, do you party, would you follow me in? You know, I want to say yes to counteract all the serious feminist bullshit. But, so is that a... I guess I was... um, but no, I don't really drink. I don't really drink. I like to oh. think I party, though. Okay. Here's a story about me partying. Well, I was going to ask, like, do you ever, because you've, you've been to festivals, and when mm-hmm. you're there for the first time, do you ever worry about getting too hammered or loaded? Because Darren had a festival this weekend. Oh, yeah. Comics got drunk. That. No, that's not really my thing. That's not your scene? No. I know it's not your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine yeah. either, yeah. But here's my thing. Like, New Year's, I was hanging out with people on ecstasy. And I was completely sober. Why? Because I was flying to London the next day. And I but you, you weren't flying a plane. You were a passenger. <laughs> right. But anyway, <laughs> whatever. Because I have delicate brain chemistry. Okay. I will cry for two weeks after I do ecstasy. <laughs> like, it's not good for me. But so um, all, all my friends were on it. And then, but it was that night that I realized, like, this is why I can hang with people that are on drugs when I'm not. Because I'm kind of naturally like that. Like, we were walking home and everyone's like, should we walk through the park? I'm like, of course. They're like, should we roll down this hill? I'm like, yes, I want to roll down the hill. Right. Should we lay in the snow and talk about how pretty trees are i'm like yes of course we should then we just ended up holding hands and skipping home and i'm like i always want to hold hands and skip home and i'm so glad that these guys were on e we could actually do it you see that's a bad because i you could suggest shit like that to me all the time and i would be like hey do you want to set this on fire yes i do (laughs) let's do it yeah have you ever set a wicker chair on fire no but i bet it would be amazing it is quite something yeah So this uh, coming up. <laughs> well, back to me. Back to okay, me. Okay, go do something. Um, so you're going back to Just for Laughs this summer, are you not? Yes, I am. And you're doing your one woman show there, right? I am doing a one woman show. I hate to say what I'm just doing a comedy show, and comedy it's me, show. and it's an hour. Okay. When you say one woman, it's like sounds like I'm going to talk about how I survived breast cancer. And well, it's going to be musical. But I still, no, I still love Dave's joke. Do your joke. The, the comment about if you're standing and like a one one man show. If you're standing, it's uh, oh, if if you're standing, it's stand up comedy. But if you're sitting down, it's an evening with. <laughs> Like, oh. I hey, I, I wouldn't even show up to that, and I'm on it. That but. is really funny. It's an evening with Deans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, is this the I'm same sitting show? in a wheelchair and I'm telling rape jokes. Oh, that's <laughs> one hour. Oh man. Whoa. I hope there's some pamphlets on the way out. I want to make that show now. That would be an incredible yeah. show. That would be quite something. <laughs> you know what? No lie. There's a comic we want to get on the show. His name is Emery Emery out of the states, and uh, he did. He used to do this thing. I, might, I hope I get this right. He used to do a whole set in a wheelchair. All the jokes. Really? Okay, doing a wheelchair. And then he would do it uh, at the very end. He would make <laughs> oh the God. speech about how we're all equal and we all judge people. And people are thinking he's commenting because he's in a wheelchair. And then he says goodnight and he gets up and he walks out of the wheelchair. That is hilarious. And then people are like, what the fuck did I... Do? I mean, we're going to try to get him on the show. But you if that's true, it's like, holy fuck. Like, What's wow. The, what is the premise of your one-man, uh, one-lady l- show? <laughs> 
One manly, I say, one I, manly. I, I, no, I just, I'm sorry, one, one man show comes up. Oh my God, that's what I would love up. to call my yeah. show, a one man lady show. One man lady show. I don't come down hard on either side of that gender yeah. divide, so yeah. I'd be happy with the one man lady yeah. show. <laughs> That'd be huge in Thailand. One man lady show? Oh, man. Uh, um, there's no premise. Mm. <laughs> no? Is this, is, this, is this a solid hour of relationship be. stuff? Yeah. Um, the show's called Live in the Sweet Life. Yes. And I've been taking solo shows to Australia for the past five years, so I'm just cranking out new hours and pretending they have themes um overall i mean it's really just stand up but it it's called living the sweet life there's some things in there one thing i do throughout the show to give it a bit of structure is i choose one person in the audience to sit in the front row and i give them what i call sweet life treatment vip treatment so we do a few things back back and forth and that's really fun for me that's not a lap dance though is it Uh, okay maybe maybe Maybe. You're comic, selling tickets. Comic minds think alike. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, there might be a lap dance in the show. A um, couple of ukulele tunes. It's, oh, I think I've seen you play the ukulele yep. on the YouTube. Yes, yes, yes. And so it's kind of like, it's a, the, the idea of the title Live in the Sweet Life is a little bit ironic about uh, kind of where I'm at and the amount of money that I have. But on the other side, um, kind of optimistic about how all of us are living the sweet life and what is going on in Western culture and how. Now, did you do this in Australia, this show that you're doing now yeah. here you already did in Australia? I did it for three and a half months in Australia, and I'm taking it to Edinburgh after, okay. just for laughs. So. Wow. How, awesome. how, how, how personal do you get on stage in, like, your own, like, how much do you reveal about your own life? Yeah, kind of a lot. Like, it's getting to be more and more. Um, I have a story in the show. Well, it's quite personal. It's kind of, in some ways, it's like the dirtiest show I've ever done, which is concerning me because my parents are coming for the first time ever to see me during Just for Laughs. I'm like, you yeah. guys realize that? Yeah. Talk about banging chicks. Um, there's a long story in the show about like this uh, one night stand gone awry where we ended up in the ER until nine in the morning. Whoa. So that's kind of a personal tale. That's a Dave wow. Martin type um, story. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. There's this kind of stuff. That's Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Now, no, I'm... I'm Curious, how long, like, did you, were you out before you were a comic? Yeah, yeah, I've been out since I was, like, 18, and then right. I became a comic at, like, 28. So okay. Late. Yeah. There was a time, but there was one of the clubs in, in Montreal, this was, this blew my mind, this was, like, 2006, maybe, when I just started, and, um, they told me, they tried to tell me, like, that I couldn't be out on stage. What? And yeah. I was like, really? Because Ellen has a TV show, and yeah. this is 2006, and that seems kind of dumb. Wow. Um, so the night that we had that talk, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous, I just went on stage and opened with, like, the only gay joke I had. I just started comedy, but I just opened with that joke, and it went really well, and then we never had that conversation again. Yeah. But that was kind of weird. And is, it, is it ever disappointing when, like, when someone comes out and just says that they're gay, and all their friends are sort of like, oh, we already knew. Is that ever disappointing? Like, I, how? No, I'm just thinking that, like, oh, really? I thought I was putting one over on everyone, and then you have to be like, oh, no, we already knew that. Don't, it's no big deal. We were just waiting for you. No, I don't know, but I feel like I want to ask you counter questions of like, what's going on in your life, and is there anything you want to share with the group? Um, I just, you know what? Uh, this, is honestly, show. this is an hour show. Uh, there's a there is a girl that I. I do you really want me to? I, I yeah, could. go, Dave. I, go, go ahead. Tell her. I, uh, What's happening? What's happening with this girl? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. It, you know what? Things are not going to go better for us probably after I start getting into things. No, let's but. get into it seriously. This is my favorite kind of stuff. I never. Yeah. You know what? I because I, I I always know that you're supposed to start on it with a, a clean slate with every person that you start going out with, right? Yeah. But you try to pick up stuff that you've learned from other relationships, right? Yes. yes. And so I'm always worried about coming on too strong. And just telling someone how much I like them, but then I'm then I'm told, well, you're coming on really strong, so I don't know how to balance things out. You know, I don't know to play like standoffish or what. 
what? I don't know where because I just know that like from every other relationship that I was in, I was told one thing, and I can't help but put that into the new thing that I'm in. Were you told a consistent thing? Oh yeah, well, Which usually you get away on... from me. But <laughs> no, and... was the consistent thing that you come on too strong? Yes. 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 Okay. Well, I think it's fair enough that you take that into account and but hold, then, but hold then, back a tiny bit. Yeah, but then I do hold back a tiny bit, and then someone's like, oh, "I, I had no idea that if you were really into this relationship in the first place, because you seem so aloof." See, all it, the time. It's, it's awkward for Dave because my wife never listens to this show; she doesn't have time. Yeah. But Dave's uh, past girlfriends and current girl that he's seeing listens to this show. Oh, that's so cute. So, he, so he's got to be a little careful. <laughs> But yeah, you know, it's real cute until until I hear I heard what you fucking said on the show. Yeah, but, well, look, can you I not was, bring that up on the show? If I was your current girlfriend, the main thing I would take out of this is that you care and you want to do things right. Right. And, you know what I would take yeah. out of this is what you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been my current girlfriend? What the fuck's going on here? Uh, and you would like and you like hairy chicks too. That's even weirder if you were, if we were together. That would just say something. No, I'm just saying that, you know, that's what I would take. But so what should I do? What should I do? Where should I go? What just happened? What should you do with this girl? I have no idea. I also have a new girlfriend, and it is a constant power struggle. She'll never hear this. Where does she live? She she lives in Montreal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that like like a male, or is that like a heterosexual sort of, uh, I don't want to say urban myth, because that's not the right way to say it, but like the fact that like... Always like straight people will look at gay relationships and go, oh, well, there's always the man and the woman in every relationship in that sort of like, you know, because you see that, you see two gay dudes just sort of like, oh, I bet you're the woman. I bet you're the dude. Yeah, totally. Is that the same thing with women? I think it, yeah, it can be. It can be a little bit. Sometimes it can be with an aesthetic, for example. I I like to be the shirt and tie. In the relationship, right? I like my little lady to be the dress, you know right? What I mean? The tiny dress so and the makeup. The, yeah, I saw you wearing a bow tie at Spirits yeah. the other night. Yeah, I love a bow tie. Yeah, <laughs> I'll wear a bow tie. Um, yeah, I don't know. Every relationship's different. A nice thing about a gay relationship, I would assume, for men or ladies, is that there aren't so many culturally prescribed roles and ideas about who should be who. So you right. do kind of get to build it from the ground up. And I guess if you're two gay dudes, it's easier to move from apartment to apartment. You don't have to be like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get some dudes in here and move shit around. Oh, that's such a good argument. And then you yes. then you yes. all have weird, crazy dude sex and Chris in your new apartment right after you moved all your things oh, in. Oh, it's so much better than being a gay lady. All we do is process our feelings. Yeah. Cry. Mm. But you, you get a lot more shit done, don't you? Hmm? You get a lot more shit done during the day, don't you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> either way, you lose. Either your periods don't sync up, and right. then you're just crying twice as much, oh, or your periods do, and then you just have a mega yeah. horrible hormone fest. You don't just eat chocolate together or something like that. Or <laughs> Christina's face. <laughs> She's so She's scared. I have another question too. Why well, I know like if when a guy sees when a guy sees a, a woman walking down the street that he finds sexually attractive, like yes. he, this sentence might go through his head, Oh man, I'd love to stick my cock in her. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Right. Okay. That so when a woman yes. sees a woman walking down the street, mm. what sort of what do you say to her? <sighs> what do you say to her? Like what do you say in your head that you would like to do to her? <clears throat> she just did it, Dave. Yeah. That's that, it? Um, three yeah, more times? Sometimes it's, a, it's, sometimes it's like, I'd like love, I, I'd, I would or... love to shove my dishwasher safe purple sparkly dildo inside of you. Sometimes it could be that. Really? Could be, <laughs> I'd love to sit down and, and bake you a loaf of bread. I want you to eat a, a warm slice of I'd this I'd like to watch the L word loaf. with you. I'd like to watch <laughs> a warm slice of this tasty loaf. I don't know why I just said that. And the L word. Um, but you know what's funny is I'm working on this stuff that I've just been working on this week that I'm super excited about and I can't really do it now, but I'm working on all this stuff about uh, the 
contrast in me between my feminist side and my lesbian side and the conflicting feelings I have when I see a sexy lady and I start objectifying her, which I do. Um, and that's a constant struggle. Like, Amer- like American apparel ads, like I want on my feminist side, they like really sicken me and they're disgusting. There's yes, these wayfish, right. like 17 year old girls sure. with like, you know, wearing like hot pink tights and a dog sweater they're leaned over some dirty sink like they had a sexual assault and then and i'm like oh and then on my lesbian side i look at those ads and i'm like "Mm, yes oh (laughs) she's hard you turn into a lord of the rings impression when you you... yeah i'm just enjoying leaning into this microphone yeah precious Mm. well that's got to be a hard line to try to find it's fun (laughs) it's got to be why yeah but do you, do you struggle with that? Is that like a hard? Oh man! Yes. Did you have like a lesbo on this shoulder yes. and like and a feminist uh, on that shoulder? A shoulder that scream and eventually they just bang each other or something. Or yeah, eventually they, I get them to mud wrestle. That's how <laughs> I win that. That's how I win that. I'm like, why don't you guys settle this in the mud pit? Um, but yeah, I objectify women like crazy. Are women prison sexy? Does that like do you watch like Scared Straight, the girl versions? Do you say are like, women in prison sexy? Or like women prison sexy? Does that like turn you on at all? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Why? I am an award-winning comic. God damn Jesus. it! Why we? We're gonna get all that stuff. Um, but women Dane just wants is women. Women in prison, in prison sexy? Not necessarily. Right. I wouldn't say that's a go-to for me. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's for me, but but like women. No, actually, it's not. It's not. But women anywhere, like yeah. that's fine. I like the, I like that when the older, you know, uh, long-term inmates are yelling at the younger ones that they're trying to scare. Somehow that was exciting. There's an amazing um, series out of Australia in the late 70s called, I think it's just called Prisoner. Yeah, you no, know, yeah. yes. Well, it was called different things all over the world. In Britain, it was called One Thing, but it was all, uh, yeah, women in their like 30s and 40s. It's so good. And I think it was the main main one, Bitch, or B was her name. or Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember those shows. Yeah. Was it called Prisoner here? Yeah, or, yeah, or Caged Women or something. <laughs> Caged Women. It was something like that. Something with women in, the, women in prison or something, yeah. You should look this up. Okay. Trust me, Dave's got a lot of things he's got to look up. Yeah. <laughs> like how to behave better on the show. Yeah. Like how to properly interview like the guests. Dave, before you came in, Dave's like, is she out? Like, I got all these questions. Is she out? I'm like, I don't know if she's really? out. You know? Before, like, like he's, so you've been thinking about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For days. All the time. For days. Yeah. Not for days. Well, look at my face. My face is me outing myself. My face, I'm not wearing a tie right now, but generally I try to out myself with the clothes, the face, the haircut, the general attitude. Do you think so? I like to leave not a lot of questions. See, I when I first saw you, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Really? Uh, see, that's the thing. I wish I you would know. Because either I'm like rocking it as a lesbian or I'm like the worst straight woman ever. You know what it was? Like, yeah. I could try harder. You know what it was? was? I, met, I, met you, I met you in Montreal and Montreal to me is a completely different world than Toronto that's is. That's okay. Fair enough. And that's why I'm like, I, I don't judge, when I go to Montreal, I don't judge anyone based on look because you have no idea what the <laughs> fuck's going on in that town. I love that idea and I think you should bring that to stage next time you're in Montreal because well, really I, don't, I don't play Can I just Montreal, say, Montreal is Canada's only excuse city, too. That's how I've yes. always loved that about Montreal. Yeah. Any crazy shit you can get up to, you can just blame it on Montreal. Because I always said, you're, you're never going to get away with, but honey, I had to sleep with those two waitresses. I was in Winnipeg. Yeah. You know, that is not, come on, you were in Montreal. Winnipeg? You know, come on, Montreal, anything can happen. But wait, hang on. Why don't you play Montreal anymore? Uh, just uh, politics. Okay, bullshit. It's politics. <laughs> politics actually means like someone will I, book you know, him. I love, I love this city. It's a great city, but, you know, uh, that's just the way it works. You know? 
yeah. sad, but you know, that's the way it is. But it's a great city. But would you be interested in doing your own thing away oh, from I'm the politics? Doing, I'm going to be doing my this own thing. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, yeah just yeah, come yeah. to Montreal and make yeah. it happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Do you I thought fo- you were never coming back to the city and I got stressed no, out. No, no, no. Okay, let's get back to uh, lesbians. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just. Okay, do, no, do you always find? I've always find it so funny that like every straight guy thinks that every gay guy wants to like attack them, and then they're always worried about. Oh, I'm not gonna be in a in a locker room with a gay guy. He's gonna every gay guy wants me. Yeah. But straight guys always think that all the time. And uh, but do like as a heterosexual woman, Christina, do you have you ever fet, uh, found another woman that has that sort of homophobic no. side of just. Did, like Martha Sha- did, did Martha right. Chavez buy you a bunch yeah. of drinks and you start to wonder what's going on? Or well, Martha Chavez too. will hit on anything with I a know. pulse. I know. <laughs> Trust me. So I shouldn't be flattered. I know. <laughs> Martha, the Sandinistas, they're behind you. Run. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, what's your opinion about the... Uh, uh, um, Wait, we'd ask Christine a question. Uh, yeah, I know. We, yeah, we didn't really get an answer. Know, what, what, what was the question again? Like, I, 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 only, I heard a jumble of words. And then the, here, like, here's wow, the, the basic question is, every male who's straight always is like, uh, some of them are like, I don't want to be near a gay guy because he might hit on me or take advantage of me. And that's always like the worry. It's like, I feel like it's almost the opposite with women. I think we're all kind of intrigued by each other. We're right. Like, oh, it's way better for us to all get along than for us all to fight. And I right. feel like that's why women are having more threesomes and hooking it's up like, with I'm each not, other more. Like, it's like, I'll never yeah. forget. There, there's a I pop- really do. I'm like, you know. Well, <laughs> this is great. I have stories too, but I'm not well, getting interviewed right now. So <laughs> I'm going to not say them. But. There, there's no stigma attached to a woman having, like, experimenting in college. No, and a and, person is a person, and if that person t- turns you on, I don't see why you should hold back. Oh, man. Right? <laughs> or thing, even. Or even the thing. Like, think about how much I use my vibrator, right? Like, Pre- people, things can turn you on. I just, I just I'm still thinking about you using your vibrator, cheese. actually. Oh, I just you know, I love cheese. cheese. <laughs> I, I, the first night I met her, I was like, it was kind of weird, but I have this cheese that's going to go bad. If I go home tonight, I'm probably not going to get eat it because I'm really busy tomorrow. And like, if I don't get to this cheese, and she's like, you're going home because you have to eat cheese. But I was like, I know yes. it's kind of weird. So then I tweeted her a picture. Of they got a picture of, of her and cheese in the did, bed. Did you think that? Did you, you think? Were on the couch or whatever. I'm still serious. In my mind, you're in the bed. Deanne, did you? Deanne, did you? Do you think Christina was coming on to you when she said, "I got to go home and eat some cheese"? And listen, if you can just say, "Let's go home tonight," come on, what's the big deal? Is cheese code? I didn't know cheese was. Code. I, 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 I didn't I, either. That's so how I found out you were a vegan because you're like, I actually don't eat cheese. I know because you were so excited, and I was excited for you. I was like, "That's great." I get enthusiastic about what. Other people are enthusiastic about, it. and then you're like, "Next time you come to town, we'll eat some cheese." And I was like, "I don't want to break your heart, but I don't." I eat have cheese. a girlfriend. It was like a nine dollar <laughs> cheese from St. Lawrence Market. Oh man, there's a, there's a funny story. There was a comic who who uh, is not with us anymore, Ed Pollock. Uh, this was in the '90s, the late '90s, early 2000s, and another comic named Dan Dunn. They we're all in the green room together, three of us. Ed is gay, and me and Dan are not. And Dan went up to him, and he's like, a little bit of a character. I don't know if you even know Dan Dunn. No, he's but like he goes, an Ewok on acid. Yeah, he, okay. he, he literally went up to Ed, and he goes. Uh, <laughs> And I just want you to know, you know, I think you're a cool dude and we're friends, but, you know, if if you ever hit on me, I just don't know what I would do, you know? And Ed turns to him, and I'll never forget this, he goes, uh, Dan, I'm gay, not blind. Yeah. <laughs> like this. Dan just like, Fair enough. Fair that enough. That is like, so funny. Like, it's so perfect. That I is so funny. Yeah. If Dan was gay, I don't think he would be a very popular gay guy. Do you think no, so? No, I don't no. know. I don't know either. Gay no. guys are ruthless. 
in, in what terms sense? of uh, in business or in, in like business. their business? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, like in but Gordon it, Gecko, in yeah. Gordon Gecko, like yeah. yeah. In terms of like body aesthetic, and you know, you like you want to work out, you want to, oh, you right. want to look the right yeah. way. Yeah, sure. you, but yeah. isn't that kind of weird that like a lot of gay men they almost try to feminize themselves by shaving off their body hair and yeah. these in these tans, and then they want to look. And I'm well, some, but then there's also the whole like bear culture. Yeah. Those are like big burly hairy guys. Right. There's a lot going on. But I think That's those true. big burly hairy guys have just given up. On themselves and just be like, well, this is what I no, am. This is what I My best gay guy friend is a bear, and I love him. What? Who's that? My friend Grant. You don't know? Him? Uh, well, He's a bear. Obviously, I'd it's like me. To I never shower. I burp all the time, of course. When it comes to my gay guy best friend, he's a bear. I love him. He's the best. <laughs> well, we're almost out of time. It's been 30 minutes of talking with Deanne How about her. How did this her. even happen? Yeah. You were amazing. You were yeah. a true delight. I was enamored just sitting beside you, listening to you, and yep. you said so many smart things. You guys. I want to go home and read books or something. I need to go. I got to work on my feminism. I got to work on my feminism. I don't know. Just, funny. Just, just so you know, Christina says that every week. I got to go home and read books. <laughs> but Every it, week there's something new I have to do. This week is detox. Next week it'll be feminism. I love how you're on a four-day detox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold back. I can't. I, I have to live my life too. You know. I, yeah. I, I just everything in moderation. Like but I love that you're calling it a detox. Most people just call it, you know, Monday to Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, it's actually just this, Monday to Wednesday. Um, this is a detox. <laughs> But do you think that you take anyways? I was just going to get back in a moment. No, we got we got to wrap it up. I wish we had forever, you guys. Thanks. That's a great name for a one-person show. I wish we had forever. (laughs) I think that should be your next thing. Or a fucking Hallmark card. What is that? I I think that's something that could could work for Deanne. Maybe I don't know. I wish we had forever. That's like that's like Oasis's new song title, or that's what that's more like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, let's go let's go hold hands and skip down the street. Yeah, let's do snow. it. In the snow. In All the right. snow. I'll bring the E. If people want to get a hold of Deanne Smith, where do they go? They could go to they could call, first of all, four three eight. Don't do that. Um, you could go to DeanneSmith.com. Okay. You could go to the Twitter, Deanne underscore Smith. You could go to the Facebook slash Deanne Smith. There's lots of ways to okay. find Deanne Smith. Good. Wanna make sure we get that out there. And uh, what's the dates in July for uh, JFL? JFL, 23rd to the 28th of July. Okay. And what's the venue? Ah, the venue is Underworld, and my show is Deanne Smith, Living the Sweet Life. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming by. Look thanks, at Dave. Guys. It's like six inches taller right now. He's like, his chair is up. He's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm uh, excited <laughs> for our guest. Yeah. <laughs> I do have another question for you, though. But okay. We, we will, uh, we'll, maybe we'll get to it another time. Okay. okay. Later. Sometimes joy is a four-letter word. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, metalheads, this is Jay Brown, the metalhead of comedy. You're listening to Anything Goes on Sirius XM Radio. Laugh Attack. Get those letter-writing pens ready. We're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, everybody. We're back from the break, and that was Deanne Smith. That was a lot of fun for you, Dave. I mean, I didn't feel like it was my show or Christina's. You were just on fire. It wasn't even Deanne's show. It wasn't. You were on fire. It was good. I'm not mocking you. I'm saying it was good. I didn't have to say anything. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) No? Little effort, big reward. Why can't you be like that with, you know, uh, dudes? That's what I want to know. Why can't I be like that with yeah, dudes? Yeah, like you were just on fire. 
Well, if we if we brought, had a dude that was a lesbian, I would go off on him too. <laughs> but, uh, that has not happened yet. I I brought up all my lesbo issues that I uh, and that, that's not derogatory, is it? When I say I, lesb- I don't know, you're asking me. I yeah. I think it might be. Okay, all right. Do you think that's derogatory? Uh, it's not clear. I don't know. <laughs> we already know that I need to work. Christina's on already in the middle. She's a fence, Dave. So, so confused. I yeah. don't know. Let me go look up what derogatory means first. <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll figure that out. I think you might get your own Canadian Comedy Award for this episode for Best Performance by a Male. That's what I think. Right, well, it's about time. You, yeah, you're really passionate about that topic. So I didn't know until, uh, and a funny story, uh, I wish we brought it, I didn't have time, but um, I think the first time that Deanne was nominated for a Canadian Comedy Award, she didn't even know until I emailed her and told her. She was like, I don't know, Darren. I'm like, oh, I think you're up for a Canadian Comedy Award. <laughs> and uh, this year, you're uh, nominated as well, Christina, and you're in the same category as Deanne. We are in the same category. For, for Best, best Male female <laughs> best man lady best yeah. man lady comedian yeah sometimes That's it great. makes sense that okay, i'm in so that category man it's, lady it's, too. i, I you, burp like a man you um, deanne yeah me deanne von hagen kate davis and allison smith okay so there you go please excited. listeners go I'm you, vote. i love you I want um, I want, yeah, want all the listeners of anything goes uh whether you're a full time part time um you know whether you uh, listen for just for fun or for any other reason I want you to go and vote for Christina Walkinshaw and vote for us on uh, best radio category too yes. please yeah, and you can be a, a part of the industry you can be an actor member yep. uh DGC you can, member yep, you can sign up and make yourself just a public I think yeah. the public can vote as Even well the public can vote. you don't have to be a member of those organizations yeah. so it's all good go you know, all vote vote for Christina Walkinshaw. Well, and, Deanne's still here. Well, you can vote then, for me or Deanne. Yeah. How about that? That makes yeah. them more diplomatic. Uh, you can vote, vote for anybody. Those just people are, yeah, vote the girls more are my than once. Too. Just vote. Vote five times. Just vote, vote all once. the time. Yeah. <laughs> and if we if we if we win uh, an award, uh, it'll be a very nice speech, and uh, I'll keep it clean. And a very poignant. No, uh, no, no, no one's going to vote for us. I if think you, keep you should it just get up there and be like, "Thanks, fucky." Yeah, yeah, that's right. Go fuck yourself. Good night. Yeah. I'll have more to say than that. Yeah, you'll talk first, Dave. Don't oh, worry. Oh my God. And then they'll start playing the music like the fucking Oscars, and <laughs> I won't be able to say shit. Yeah. I won't be able to say shit. Seriously. I want to thank all the girls that I've dated and helped me with my act. And it's like three hours later. <laughs> Fuck Dave. Enough. Really? You banged her once. What did she do for you? Not enough. <laughs> she only let me bang her once. This was it. Uh, so what, what else is going on? How, do, how else do we want to wrap, wrap up the show? You had a, you enjoyed your uh, festival success? Festival was, was a great saying, success. Yeah, Darren was a great host. Class I did act, my, dude. You I did my thing. It. it was so good. When I have to uh, play uh, MC, I take it very serious. And I think a lot of comics uh, don't. I uh, take that job very serious. And yeah, I you, do. Darren, you can just say me. I'm right here in the room. Well, right. you know, yeah. I'm going to be hosting for Darren this weekend. And, uh... I think our listeners know when I say something like that, it's about you, Dave. Okay, all right. Where are you hosting this weekend? We, I'm hosting Dave? for Darren Frost. Yep. And uh, well, and this right. new up-and-comer named Glenn Foster is going to be middling for yes. us. That yeah. Canadian guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be in Newfoundland this weekend. Oh, hot St. shit. St. John's yeah. Newfoundland. Who are you with? Uh, I will be performing with Rob Ross. Oh, that's going to okay. be awesome. Ross, yeah. Ross is a very, very funny guy. Uh, he's super funny, and we have right? two split middles. I'm hosting the show, then there's two locals split middling, and uh, Rob is. Rob is great. Rob is a very underrated comedian. We're still trying to get him on the show. Um, he's writing for MTV uh, Live right now, so he's pretty busy, but we definitely want to get him in on the show. Uh, I've loved Rob for a long time. I want to congratulate our uh, previous uh, friend of the show, Dave Mirage, who recently got on to the uh, he took the Darren Jones spot on uh, MTV Live, yep. yeah. Yeah, which isn't actually live anymore. It's David tape at 4.30. Which, right. 
always sort of that upsets me when they called it live and it's not. Yeah, but fuck that. Tricky, tricky, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they're sneaky um, that way. Okay, so we got to kind of wrap it up here. So uh, where are you? Uh, we've already said where we're gonna be. So <laughs> yeah, we that. did that already. We did that. I'm well, still tired. Darren doesn't need to smoke pot, or he's no. just exhausted yeah. from the. Uh, I'm actually sober this time. That's right. Yeah. So uh, our Facebook and our iTunes. What's going on there, Dave? Uh, we just launched the uh, Pete Johansson interview, and then uh, coming up this week, we are gonna throw out the uh, George Westerholm and uh, who was the uh, the lovely lady that came in. Oh, uh, Raina Hundert. Yes. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to mispronounce her last I name. I got it right every Hundert. time. Yes, I know. I was surprised. I couldn't get Westerholm right, but I got fucking Hundert right every time. Yeah. Well, uh... We were uh, on a roll. The last couple episodes have been really fun, and it's like, I know it's summer, but it's been a lot of fun the last couple. All right, well... well this we'll, one included. That's what oh, I'm saying. It's like, yeah. this doesn't even work. Sometimes it's work with me and Dave, you know? He won't stop talking. He keeps fucking up. But no, Dave's on a roll. Okay. Dave, you're on fire, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my fucking award. <laughs> uh, okay. Faces. Well, that's it. Uh, Twitter, I'm Comedy Whore. Dave? I'm Dave Martin World. Walking Sauce? Well, I'm at Walking Sauce. That is the Twitter world. And we are done for this week. Thank you, everybody. And keep listening. And hopefully we'll win that Canadian Comedy Award so Dave will stop talking about it. Cute. Don't worry about me, Chuck. Yeah.